facts and fackers and hi hey guys, how's it going? Tip top the morning, welcome to the random podcast hip hop it here the 9th of October on Monday, I do I believe. How long can we keep the sun going? Who knows but if you start smacking a table and shaking your head, it feels like it can go forever. But then we stopped, because I can make sure the audio is okay. And now we're back again, and the audio is okay. Episode 56 of the Random Podcast, we with me, Marquez. Great weekend for the lads, guys. Great weekend, and ladies and ladies. Just got back from Charlotte. Not the person's house. Not. The Parsons house, but the town or the city, the city of Charlotte, out there in North Carolina, which is the south, even though it's in the north, apparently, who knows what's going on, yeah, the north or the south, I don't even know, where is anything in America, I like how uh, European people get annoyed with Americans, if they say they're from like... Lincoln, Luxembourg, and be like, where's that? And then the Europeans be like, oh, Americans are so dumb. <laughs> they don't know any geography. But if you ask the European person, show me North Carolina or South Carolina on the map of America, they would not have a clue. That's to be sure and to be certain. Shout out to this week's uh, podcast sponsors before I forget. Ty's Tampons. Ty's Tampons. When Ty was a young boy, he always wondered, how do I improve the world of tampons? His parents thought he was odd. His school teachers almost expelled him. But Ty persevered. Every time he went to science class, he came up with a new concoction. A new way to improve what people thought was the infallible tampon. Ty toiled and tossed and turned he spent years in the labs as a young boy years and years people couldn't uh, understand his obsession with tampons it's a boy why does he care why does he care about improving women's lives but Ty persevered and 12 years later at the age of 24 Ty came up with the ultimate tampon made from recyclable material Ty realized that cotton was the way to go. Cotton and recyclable. People thought he was crazy. But now Ty's sitting on one of the biggest tampon empires in Western America. Who's laughing now? Ty said to his teachers who used to laugh at him. Who's laughing now? Ty said to the women who called him weird. Who is laughing now? Ty said to his parents, who hadn't spoke to each other in seven years. Ty caused a huge rift in the family. But thankfully now, Ty has a tampon dynasty, which he works on every week. And let's just say, ladies and gentlemen, we we think Ty's tampons is going to be the next big uh, industry to come out of Silicon Valley. You heard it here first on Random Podcast. Uh, so give it a whirl if you're in the need for some cotton and recyclable, recycled tampon materials. Then shout out to Ty's tampons. 
this week's sponsors. Tyestampons.net. .net caused a lot of uh, rifts in Ty's company, apparently. They wanted to get Tyestampons.com, but Ty said no. He wanted .net. Insiders think it had something to do with his obsession with fit, uh, fishnets. Uh, Ty was a renowned cross-dresser in the tampon industry, which maybe explains why he wanted to help women so much. Ty was notorious for showing up to board meetings and uh, revealing fishnets underneath his pants. But you know, when he's head of the company, people just shrugged and laughed it off and said, oh, that Ty, he's, he's a funny guy, he's a bit of, uh, eccentric. But sure, he, we wouldn't be here without his uh, eccentric and uh, erratic ways. We wouldn't have the tampons that we have today. So they let him at it. They let him work away in fishnets. Sometimes he wears heels. But he'd still wear his shirt jacket and his uh, suit jacket even and his shirt and tie. Just in case he has to do a phone call at the desk, he can sit down and no one knows what he's wearing. As he's on Skype, his business on top, weekend pleasure on the bottom. Only once has he stood up accidentally to uh, rearrange his junk, as they say. And the fishnets, uh, they didn't they didn't leave a lot to the, the eye of the beholder, if you know what I mean. He lost a big contract, and that's why Ty is no longer big on the East Coast. He lost out in Walmart. Very Christian, very pious company, as we all know. And uh, they didn't accept Ty for his uh, fishnet-wearing ways. So that was unfortunate, but you know, Ty persevered, and now he's the third biggest tampon king of the West Coast of America. Might be moving into Mexico soon, but maybe that's a bit of insider information I let slip out by mistake. Apologies, if so. Uh, But once again, thanks for this week's sponsors. Ty's Tampons. Ty's Tampons. If you need a tampon between your ties, look no further than ties tampons. Okay, guys, we're gonna, we have a great show for you this week. Really pumped. We're going to discuss many important matter matters or matter. Many important matters, including insults. Got some great insults over the weekend, ladies and gents. Some lovely, lovely insults. First of all, my name on Instagram had to be changed. Management forced me into it. Management being including. Chris D'Elia and Michael Hinochi. We were all doing shows. Myself and Michael were opening for Chris in Charlotte this weekend. Some laugh. Oh, that club is unreal. Good crowd. All hyped up. Screaming. Baying your names. Throwing tampons and underwear and coins and everything else at me. A real nice treat. But then management said, you have to change your name on Instagram. No one can find you when they look you up. Who's trick do? Make it easier for them. And I said, no, I must fight the true fan, fans like trick do. But they were like, management, Chris and Mike said, shut, shut your mouth. And then they both took out sticks and we were in the changing room, the dressing room, the green room, as they say, because there's not a lot of changing in there. The green room, which wasn't green, it was kind of bluish, I think. Interesting, interesting. They really gypped us over there. Uh, they took out sticks and then they beat me. They beat me uh, figuratively, metaphorically, and literally. And they said, are you going to change your name? And I said, no. And Michael whipped the stick across my face, caught me right in the chin. But I stayed I stayed strong, guys. I didn't, I didn't wince. 
Then Chris got his stick and he beat it off the back of my head. So now I'm getting beaten on both sides of the head. But I stayed strong. And eventually they said, do it. And I said, you could just say that before you started beating me. So I changed it. So now it's gone from Trickadoo to the Marquez. Because Marquez was taken. So we had to put something in front. And there you go. It's a great story. While they're beating me, they're giving me some great insults. You know me, guys. I'm a fan of insults. Um, I've probably mentioned before my best favorite insult was from uh, Vinnie Motherway in school back in Ireland. And Vinnie has a head like a shape like a Lego, a Lego man's head, very square, like a block, like a marshmallow almost. And I used to call him Lego Head. And he turned around and he was eating an apple in class, I believe. And he just took a look at me and he took a bite of the apple. And he said, shut up, toaster head. Oh, that was a good one. Because I knew I had a head shaped like a toaster. It was narrow and long. Like a conventional toaster you'd find in the kitchen. And I appreciated that video. And I wrote about it in a book. And I tell them all the time, hey, great insult. Toaster head? Come on, that's going to stick with you forever. Somebody's called me Big Head Nod before. Big head nod. I must have had a large head for my body when I was young. There was a TV show on this this cartoon back in Ireland and England. Noddy. He had a big head. Good old Noddy. I don't know why they call me Big Head Nod. I remember Noddy. I think he was from Ina Blyton Books or something. And he lived in his own house for one. Very much like me now. Noddy was a solo man. Solo man out there in the world just having fun with his big old fucking head. His big old fucking head up at him. Big old naughty head. I don't know why they didn't just call me naughty, but it was big head nod. I remember playing soccer. It was actually this girl who was older than everyone. She was a brute of a woman. I don't know why she was playing soccer with us. We were all little boys. And I, did, I scored a goal or something. She got all odd. And I think she called me big head nod. And I was like, what? Like that like that show, Noddy? And everyone was like, oh, yeah, Big Head Nod. That's hilarious. And I was like, shut up. Don't call me Big Head Nod. Even though I didn't know what it meant. And then that woman, she used to bully me, now that I think about it. But she was way bigger. She was like a 15-year-old. And I was probably about eight. And she had to get my dad. And my dad came around and he said, get away from my son. Get away from Big Head Nod. Only I can mock him. And now that woman, I believe, is a police woman back in Ireland. Pretty sure she is. So she's definitely not beating people up on the slide just for fun. Definitely not. Anyway, that was a good one. Two good ones, toaster head and big head nod. I enjoyed them. Chris came, we were working out the other day at Chris's house. Here in the Los Angeles. And... uh He's just like, what's what's up with the color of your body? I was like, I don't know, but I feel this is a good insult about to come. So tell me more. He's like, you look like you have the body of a whale. It looks like the color of a whale's body. I was like, that's a good insult. I enjoy that because it's specific. And I do have a whale kind of color shape to the body. Not fat, just just shapeless in the grayish Irish looking color. 
But anyway, at the weekend, Jesus is rambling. I think the coffee I just chugged is kicking in nicely, people. Kicking in nicely. Making little to no sense. But that's the random podcast. Makes no sense. But, uh, where was I? Oh, they were beating me with the stick in the green room at Charles. Beating me, whacking me. Michael in front of me. Whipping it. Whipping it off my chin. Saying, break, break. And I was like, no. And Chris was in the back. And then Michael was like, you look like a lesbian on testosterone pills. And I laughed, even though I was in immense pain from all the beatings they were giving me. Because that was a good insult. People often call me a lesbian. Must be the hair. Maybe it's the clothes. Who knows? And then Chris chimed in and he said, you look like you're transitioning and then halfway you gave up and started transitioning back. And I was laughing and I was bloody and I was weeping and I laughed some more because they were good insults. And I was looking all odd. My hair, I, I had long hair and then I cut it short. And now it's in that halfway stage of is it growing long or is it staying short? Is it curly or is it straight? All we really know is that I kind of look like a lesbian. People mistake me for a lesbian all the time in public. So that's nice. And that's the story behind the name change. Was that the story I intended to tell? Who knows? And honestly, who cares? Well, I care. And Big Head Nod, if Big Head Nod cares, people, then that's the main feckin' thing. It's funny, too, after these shows that we do on the road. There was like five, four out of five in Charlotte. And then afterwards, they're just outside. People are coming up. They're like, hey, Chris, there you can take a photo. We're like, no, he didn't. Because he just gets mobbed. There's too many people there. He'd be there all day. And then this one girl came up. She was like, we were told it's part of the deal that he was going to take a photo with us. And we were like, no, that's definitely, you're definitely lying. She was like, okay. She got so angry. She's like, man, this is bullshit. This is bullshit. Like, well, it, you're making it up, so you're just getting angry at yourself. Nah, this is bullshit. You are funny, but this is bullshit. Okay, fine. I'll take a photo with fake Chris. For fuck's sake. I was just like, wait, are you insulting me or giving me a compliment or what's happening? She's like, oh, okay, I'll just take a photo with you if I have to. And I don't like photos. So I was like, no, there's no need. We don't have to take any. And she's like, no, you're really funny, I suppose. Let's take a photo. And he's like, you seem like a compliment to me, but you're also insulting me. And you seem very upset. And you keep calling me fake Chris. And that makes me definitely want to take photos. Keep calling me someone else. So you take a photo. It's funny, actually. I met this sound dude. His birthday, and he came. I think it was his first show that he went to, and he hit me up on Twitter before. I didn't realize it was the same guy, and he came up after, and he was just sound. And then he took a photo of me, whatever. My head was so he sent it to me on Twitter after. He said all this like compliment stuff, ah, oh, hilarious, funny, unreal, blah blah blah. It was my birthday, great night. He got 280 characters on Twitter. I still don't. What's going on there? Do they know I'll ramble? Did I know I can make one word turn into 24? But anyway, he sent a picture with the... With a, just a picture that we took together. 
And oh, ladies and gentlemen, this is one of those pictures where I'm going to have to be like, okay, time to turn my life around again. I don't like how I look in the photo. Got a big fat head and a big thick neck. And I don't like it because I'm a prick. Oh, yes, indeed, I don't like it. So I'm going to have to change my shit. Nice little poem. But we've been working out a lot, myself and Chris. I like the way guys are so dumb. I keep put, I keep weighing more, and I'm like, oh yeah, it's muscle. I'd say it's muscle, isn't it? I'm putting on muscle, whatever it is. It's probably not. We had a discussion. I think the only thing that connects us all in the world is that we all have a little bit of fat on our back that is an issue. Everyone has a little bit of a fat back, and if you don't, you're lying to yourselves. Don't lie to yourself. There's no need. Why would you lie to yourself about your fat back? We all have them, people. I'm going to be the first one that says I've... No, I won't. Because then people will be like, no, we actually don't. And I'll be like, oh, <laughs> me neither. Me neither. I was only joking, I swear to God. I swear to God it was not me. Um... But yeah, I think I had a bit of a double chin going on in that. Not fully, but almost. And I was smiling. You know me and smiling people. I don't like how I look when I smile. Which is a sickness of some sort, definitely. Definitely is some sort of an ailment in my mind. So now it looks like I have to go back and do hot yoga this week. Can't wait, hot yoga. Lose that, lose that extra few pounds. It might be muscle, but I don't care. I don't care how it looks. If in my head I don't feel great. What an idiot I am. Complete idiot. Definitely not fetch. You know, some bad lighting, bad angle, whatever. I'll take every bit of that to heart. Because I'm a loser. And a creep. And a cheap, cheap prick. Just getting it all out there, people. Just so you know what I'm really like. Um, although at least I'm not as bad as people There was a comedian who died during the week Ralphie May I didn't really know him I met him a few times And he was meant to be on Real Sound But you'd see some people posting And it's nuts when someone dies And then everyone Who's a prick Makes it about themselves Or people that are like Oh there's a tragedy How do we make this about ourselves how do I write an Instagram post or a Twitter comment and turn someone's death into something about me? Me, me, me. I'm going to say I, me, myself so many times in a few short sentences on Instagram that you'll forget who I'm talking about, what the tragedy is about. You'll just try and think about me. I do not like these fucking idiots. To be true and to be fair, why does every tragedy have to be about you? Why can't you just say, sorry to hear, or that's awful, not. He's a funny, funny man. He owed me $10 before, and you know I'm a bigger man. I never asked him for it. And, uh, you know, that's just that's just the kind of person that I am. I wouldn't ask a guy back for $10, you know. He was a lovely man, and I'm a lovely guy too, guys. I'm a nice guy, and uh, 
I just I never asked them for that ten dollars back, you know, because you know me, guys. Now I'm a nice guy, and this is what nice guys do. Don't forget that. Don't forget that I am a nice guy. You might believe differently and hurt differently, and everything says I'm not, and I'll probably smile and say I'm a gentleman, and uh, on the first date I'll pretend to be a, a nice person, and then uh, three dates in I will uh, flip slightly at the waiter. And you'll see the real me, and I'll belittle a homeless person, and you'll be like, hmm, warning signs. But no, because I'll keep saying, I am a nice guy. And if I say it, it must be true. Who cares about my actions? Who cares what I'm really like? I will pretend and put on a face of being a nice person. And don't forget that I never asked this dead person for the money that they owed me. They owed me $10 at the time. It wasn't even... We split a bill before at dinner and I felt like I paid extra on the tip by mistake. And uh, I never asked this person. No, that person's dead and I can never get the money back from them. But um, I'm not going to... You, you won't hear me say anything again about it. Because today is not about me. Even though I'm writing an essay about myself on this tragedy. Uh, R.I.P. Tom Petty. And people often say to me, hey, you're not petty. And I said, you know, that's right. That's right. I'm not a petty person. Even though I'll I'll hold a grudge over $10 uh, for life. You know, Tom Petty meant a lot to me. He probably meant more to me than anyone else in the world. Um, that's just fact. That's just a given. Whatever uh, famous uh, musician has died, uh, they probably meant more to me than anyone else in the world. I've only listened to a few of their songs half-heartedly. I couldn't name many albums. I could name at least two or three of their most popular hits that everyone in the entire world knows. But you know, this is a tough time for us all, guys. And... um, if you're checking the link, there's going to be uh, tickets for my next show. And I think we should all honor Tom Petty by uh, coming to my next show. And uh, if you use this code, um, next show, come, come, you get uh, $2 off the tickets. $2 off the tickets. Now, you have to get it before tomorrow, or else that uh, offer is invalid. But just come to the next show, guys, and you know, we all need to laugh in these tough times. And uh, this isn't about me. I don't want to make today about me, but every day, I suppose, is about me in some sort of way. Because, you know, guys, I'm a martyr, and I'm a gift from God. And, uh, you know, I, I just feel lucky that I am who I am. I'm not petty. I never asked that guy back for the $10. And, you know, I, I never brought it up again. I never made a big deal or first or anything about that. So, okay, guys, uh, please like this photo and share it with your friends. And, uh, wow, sad day for us all. Thoughts and prayers. Jesus, that took a lot out of me. Whatever I was just doing there, that, uh, was that an act out? No. That was a gibber out. Anyway, I don't like those people. I also don't like conspiracy theorists. Who think they're right? I like conspiracies, don't we all? But I never like. You're dumb if you don't believe this. I keep hearing people going on about the Las Vegas 
Conspiracy theorists, how could he have done this? Bullets don't travel that far. He had to have more. Show me some videos. Where are the cameras? This is a government. There was no moon. There is no landing. Neil Armstrong was a figment of our imagination. Like, I like conspiracy theorists. I just don't like... Like, I don't like gun-ho people. And this is why I think they're so... If you convinced you're right about conspiracy theory, okay, we get it. You think you're smarter than us all. That's all it is. You want to be smarter and right. You want to say, I told you. I told you, people. You'll never say it because it'll never come out because it's conspiracy. You want to be ahead of the curve, even though there's no curve. It could be a straight line. It could be just a guy gone crazy. Have you ever shot a gun? Probably not. You don't know how far bullets travel. You don't know what was going on. But here's a conspiracy theory. Like, I'll share, I'll watch them with my buddies. I'm a fan. They're like a little show to watch. But if you're over the top and making up wild, I'm 100% right about this wild conspiracy. Okay, calm down. We know you think you're smart. Just calm it down. Maybe, just maybe, you're not. Wild theory, I know. That's my conspiracy theory anyway about conspiracy theorists. The ones who are 100% convinced they're right are doing it because they want you to think they're smart. Read more of my conspiracies at conspiracytheoristtrickadoomarquez.com Jesus, this is gibbering. I should really, uh, should I or should I not gather my thoughts before starting podcasts? I know other people do, and they think about stuff. They think about it before they speak. They think, they think, whereas I just gibber and gibber. And gibber some more. Oh, Jesus. I think I had my worst plane seat ride yesterday. We were flying back from Charlotte. Oh, we left early. But it was kind of good, but also early. It was like a nine flight, so we were at the airport for seven. Having a few boozes tonight before. You know what I mean, ladies and gents. If I'm on the road and having fun on the show, I'll have an old tipple. I'll have an old tipple with the lads. Boozing, boozing. Couple of boozes back at the hotel. You know me, guys. I'll have an old booze. I won't dampen the party. Plus, it seems to give me energy. Otherwise, I'd be tired. So, anyway, boozing. And then we'd be up. So we'd get up at like six. Probably at like two hours sleep. Because we wanted to get breakfast. We had breakfast. So we get to the airport. Man, I hate traveling on little sleep and hangovers. But I do it all the time. Because I'm a clown. I don't listen to my mistakes. I don't really care about them. I'll only be like, ah, but this is fun now. I'll suffer in the morning. But right now it's more fun to booze and keep going. Because you never know what'll happen. That's what I did the night up before flying too. Having some boozes. Ah, sure, I'll be grand. Then I get on the plane. And my head is just pounding. Jesus, pounding. My cab driver to LAX too. It's probably like a 35-minute ride. He honestly didn't show up the entire ride. Or he was an Uber or a Lyft. Our entire ride just wouldn't stop talking. Didn't stop. I didn't answer. I put on headphones. I blared music. Kept talking. Everything. Kept asking me, how much am I going to tip him? How much am I going to tip him? 
hey, you know, and then he was breaking down how much Uber takes off him and how much he really makes and tips are where, and I'm just like, you're talking too much for me to tip you. You're talking too much for me to tip you. The reason I like Lyft and Uber is that you don't have to tip. You can just get in, it takes, takes it, and away you go. If you're talking too much, you're making up too much crap. You keep talking to me, you keep asking me questions, you keep telling me about how you built LAX. No, I don't care. I tried to have the conversation, but you won't stop talking. And then you keep asking me how much am I going to tip, and you keep telling me. I can see how much they tip us. So I can see if you're going to tip me or not. Then I had to lie and say, don't worry, buddy, I'll tip you all right. Yeah, yeah, I'll tip you. And then I got out, and I didn't tip you. Because you wrecked my fucking head for 35 solid minutes. That's too long to wreck my head for me to give you extra money. I like the way in America, they like, they can be the worst, whatever they're providing you with. The worst. They can spit in your face while serving you a drink. Spill a drink on you, punch you in the ribs, and then be like, you didn't tip me? That happened to me before. This guy conned me at a restaurant. I went to a restaurant, and uh, he pretended that the only the main menu wasn't on the menu that day. It was just this special menu of seafood, a seven-course seafood dish menu that was like 150 a head or something. And I was like, I just want chicken. Give me the overpriced chicken for $35. He's like, this is the only one. And he conned me, and he was a prick, and the food was horrendous, and I got sick. And then he was like, I saw other people had the normal menu, and I hated this guy. And I was like, here, man, why are they eating chicken when you told us that wasn't available? He's like, did I? I didn't say that. Then I wanted to fight him in the restaurant. And then he was like, okay, thanks, guys. I hope you give me a big tip. So I punched him. There's your tip. No, I didn't. I paid. I remember then he was just like, well, we can add. We can add a chicken to the, if you want to order chicken, too, I can add that to the bill. And I was like, what do you mean to it? You mean instead? Well, no, because I've already put the order in for the seven-course f- seafood dish. But if you want extra, you, you can add the chicken. And I was like, always meant to be on this lovely date. So you know me, guys. I hate dates. And also, you don't want to look like a prick on a date. You don't want to look like a cheap prick. Even if you know you're getting badly screwed. Screwed like a prick. Uh, so I had to like, <laughs> oh, and then I went back. Oh, I, oh I, how I complained. And I remember then the main manager was like, oh, we're really sorry. This happened next year, right? So it was awful. The worst meal ever. Manky, your man gypped me. We were sitting outside and there was a heat around my head and it was just giving me a headache. This is why people probably don't want to go date to me either. I'm awful. I'm really, um, if as long as everything's perfectly as I like it, I'm pretty easy going. But if it's not, I'm horrendous. So I was like, this is awful. But uh, you're on a date, so you're like, Oh, this is nice, isn't it? What's this? The can of tuna that they gave us that's costing us 150 Oh, and there's one scoop of tuna. Oh, this is lovely. This is exactly what I... Oh, they're eating chicken next to us. Oh, they got the normal menu. Okay, so we're getting gypped and done. Anyway, horrendous. And I, I, was, I was like, here, man, I'm going to come back and complain to your manager. And he was like, yeah, you do that. And I was like, okay, you don't think I will? I will. 
So I went back a couple of days later to the manager and I was like, here, man, blah, 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 this is what happened. He fooled us. He made just awful. And the manager came up and he was like, I saw him coming up the stairs. And then he was like, I'm going to take care of that right away, right away. And then I saw him go back down the stairs. And this actually happened. Back down the stairs. And I could see him walk out the back. He got into his car and he drove away. Honest to God. And I was like, did that just happen? And then I was talking to the girl at the front desk. And I was like, did he just get in his car and drive away? And she looked around and she was like, yeah, I think he did. So then I was like, well, now I have to get some sort of refund because you're all a bunch of pricks. And this place was right down the street from where I used to live. So I used to go in all the time. Here, the manager said he Because someone on the phone, that's what happened. I phoned first and they were like, we're really sorry. Come down. We'll refund your meal. And then they kept being pricks. But you know me, people. I'm Irish and I'll hang on to a grudge. And I'm a cheap prick. So I was like, fuck these cunts. I will keep going, even though it's going to spend a lot of my time, more than my time is necessary. I'm going to keep going and going. And they wouldn't give me the refund until I went with my old roommate, who's like an Irish actor, Rob Sheehan. And um, he was like, I was like, here, I'm just going to call in here again. And he's like, you're still going after these people. And I was like, yeah, man, they keep chipping me around thinking I'm a fool. So I go down, and he comes in with me, and he's very outgoing. He just goes to the girl at the front desk. He's like, you need to take care of my friend. He's been looking for a refund. And she was in love with him from some show, Misfits or something. She was like, oh, my God, I love your show. And he's like, thank you. She's like, what do you need? And he's like, you got to refund him his bill. And she didn't even ask why. She's just like, okay, how much is it? And I stuck on an extra 50, you know me, guys. She was like, coming right up. And she just gave me cash from the till. And I was like, what? That's it. I just needed to bring Rob here before all of this. And it would have been sorted. It was a joke. But we got to back people and that's the main thing, huh? That is the main thing. That you get it back. Oh, I wanted to fight that guy who drove away. It almost drove me to the point where I almost left the Yelp review. Thankfully, I didn't sink that low. But Jesus, what an idiot. Actually, speaking of idiots, on my flight back yesterday. Oh, yeah, that's where I was. So we get there at 9 at the airport. Get on the flight. It was a packed flight. I tried to pay extra for a good seat, but I was stuck in the middle. And the guy next to me. Have you ever been on a flight? This is what my thought was. Oh, so, like, the guy next to me seemed all right. He had a laptop. He had an iPad. He had his phone. He had a book. He had a notepad. He had, like, three pens. He had a bottle of water. He had a bottle of Diet Coke. And he had a large Starbucks coffee. He had all this stuff with him. And it's just like, okay. And then he went to the bathroom and he changed out of his shoes and he put on flip-flops and his feet were horrific so I was like oh Christ but I didn't want to get worked up because I knew I was going to have a headache and then he kept drinking his coffee like 
And I was like, oh, this guy's going to, he's going to get worse because why is he drinking coffee? Right as we take off. So I'm just sitting there and I'm just on my phone. We still boarding. And I'm in the middle, so my arms are on both wrists, but they're in my half. They're like balanced on the edge. And then this older dude, he's probably like 50, sits down next to me. And he's got a bag. And I'm already sitting there. I'm already sitting there. And he sits down and he knocks my arm off the the armrest. He just barges it off. So I put it back on the rest. And next week he just turns around and he goes, Are you fucking kidding me? And I was like, What? He's like, You're pushing me back already? Are you serious? And I was like, Wait, Jesus Christ, you're getting this aggressive and you knocked into me. And he's like, Are you joking me, man? And I was like, Here, go fuck yourself. I was already I was on an edge. I didn't I skipped the being polite part because he was a cunt. What a prick this guy was, straight off the bat. Like, Are you serious? And I was like, here, go fuck yourself, man. And then everyone around us got like, oh, there's going to be a fight. The guy stopped sipping on his coffee next to me. I think the the dude was taken aback that I just told him off the bat, go fuck yourself. You know what me, guys, I'm a polite guy. I wouldn't usually curse. But what a prick this guy was. And he was like, are you joking me? And I was like, no, man, do it again. And we'll see. Didn't know what we we're going to see happen. I presume we were going to fight. I would have fought him gladly because I don't like middle seats, people. I don't like middle seats. I wouldn't have mind being kicked off the flight because middle seats, they're head wrecking. You, if you're going, I don't. I just like the aisle. If it's not the aisle, then I don't want to be on the flight. And then he tried. I put my arm back on the armrest, and he didn't put his arm back. Shut him down, people. I shut him down. I must have thought he was the bully calling me Big Head Nod. Shut that fucker right down. But then I was sitting there and I could tell my left side of my body was like this irate dude who, like, why would you come on and be that aggressive straight off the bat? Are you fucking serious? You're pushing me back. I'm like, you knocked me. You elbowed my elbow off the chair. And then the other dude next to me was sipping on his coffee still. He started sipping like crazy because I think he was nervous. He was like. <laughs> with his feet out, his manky toes. And you're just like, oh, Jesus. And then I was like, oh, this, this flight, I'm not looking forward to it. If it's a three-hour flight, I'm grand. I think, too, because recently we had, I was on a private jet. And then I flew on first class. And I went back in the middle seat, back in the cattle, cow, pig, slaughtering house class. And I was just, I remember as the plane took off, I was trying to listen to music and everything. And I was like trying to knock at a headache. And as the plane was taking off, all I could think was, go on, crash. <laughs> that was actually my thought. Go on, crash. Come on, not a bad crash, just enough of a crash that everyone will have to get off. We'll have to get on a new plane. Hopefully, they'll give us new seats and we'll, we'll start again. Go on, crash. Go on, engine. Go on, have a little fire engine. Just while we're on the runway still so we can't fully take off. Go on. So that was kind of weird, I suppose, to have that kind of thought. 
go on, have a little crash for yourself. Uh, but it wasn't too bad. I slept most of the way. Didn't talk to the idiots or that idiot next to me again. We didn't fight. And we weren't kicked off. All in all, successful weekend, people. Whale, body, toaster, big head, not his. Had a lovely weekend. What else? Anything else? Let me just check my tweets for any notes. Any notes? What else? Girls in LA love Halloween more than their parents. That's true. I'll talk about Halloween next week because I'm tired. I'm sick of women looking for a real man. Can he not just settle for us selfish, inadequate, emotionless fuckboys? That's a great tweet. Still don't get almond milk. Like, where are the teeth? Actually, for ages, because I don't know. I never remember almond milk growing up in Ireland. And then they had almond milk here in LA. And it's like, huh, how'd you milk an almond? Oh, here's one thing I like. When someone I don't like does something, I'm like, you're an idiot. But someone I do like does the exact same thing. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. I might do that myself. Um, also, I am a nice guy. Just in case you're wondering, I never really use Alexa or Siri because I'm a nice guy. And nice guy don't use women. I can imagine dudes in LA would say that to a woman to try and impress them. Speaking of impressing... People ask if LA has changed me, but besides the fact I'm now only attracted to women who are doctors, agents are really rich, I'd say no. Doctors, look after your health. Agents, look after your career. Really rich? It'd be nice to have that easy option of doing nothing. All right, all right, there we go. There we go. That's the end of the lovely podcast. Oh, people, check out my books. A lot of people on the road buying my books and then hit me up after saying we love your books. So don't forget to leave an Amazon review. Um, and then they get aggressive. And they're like, where's the next book, motherfucker? We're at book four. And I'm like, okay, more demands, more demands, more demands. Um, check them out on Amazon. Random, randomer and pre-dumb before I came to LA. All right, my Twitter Snapchat at Trickadoo, T R I C K A D U U. New Instagram at the Mark Hayes. Feels weird to say it, but feck it. And shout out again to this week's sponsors, Ties Tampons. All right, people. Big head nod. Out the gap. Say no more. Say no less. Until next week. If you got any questions, hit me up. Could do with some structure to this podcast. Until then, we'll ramble on. Ramble on. All right. Any questions? You need questions? You need help with anything in your life? Hit me up. You know where to find me. You feckin' bag of creeps. Goodbye, you heathens. Till next week. Kuduk. 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 Kudu